0: What have we really learned after three preseason games for the Boston Celtics? Anything? Anything much? Anything obvious? No. Let's try to figure it out right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, it's Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Rainy and J's, how I started, raising banners, how we finished, locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast, here for you every Monday through Friday. Bonus podcasts when they play on Fridays and Saturdays, so sometimes, hey, maybe you're getting seven podcasts a week. So make sure you're subscribed. The show is free and available everywhere podcasts exist, even on YouTube. So check it out. Get into the comments section. Let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales, former pro, once upon a time. Now I'm a beat writer covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is going to give you uh, $200 in bonus bets. All you got to do if you're a new customer is bet 5 bucks on anything. Make every moment more right now. You get that guaranteed bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today we're going to ask the question, what the hell have we learned? What have we learned? Have we learned anything? Three preseason games. Three games and four nights. These guys have barely played. Have we learned anything and whoops whoa wrong button there on youtube tom westerholm what up have we learned anything at all i know i
1: actively avoid learning anything
0: i mean i know that for you personally but yeah i was hoping that you'd be a professional for Ah. once for once in your life well listen
1: i would i would i I would if this i would if this podcast was a little bigger um if this uh if it was a
0: higher on the charts maybe I'd consider uh just the this is just a plucky little program hoping to make it big someday
1: yeah you yeah. know when it does well, you you let me know when it does and then I'll be a professional and come if to it's your ever
0: ranked higher them. than draymond green's podcast can can you can you step it up
1: yeah yeah that's that's the the bar that I'm willing to uh oh, wait,
0: Am I I'm being told in my ear that it's currently being it's rated higher than Draymond Green's podcast on Apple. All right, all right. And let's Apple, talk,
1: yeah. let's talk about Keda then. I guess we <laughs> we absolutely have to.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Okay, actually, you know what? Let's start there. Okay. Because I want to I want to get your opinion on a question that I posed last night. Uh, because this preseason has been heavily role player, right? It's we joke like, Oh, to myish Yeah. Let's, you know, start with him, but actually him and all these other role players have to, well, we have to figure out like, where do they fit? We know what the rest of the guys are going to bring. So yeah. My question to you is, have we, have we gotten a fair look at these guys? Because it, on one hand, we've gotten a a long look at a lot of these guys. They've played more than the starters. They've played more than the top six. On the other hand, if I'm O'Shea Brissett or Lamar Stevens, I'm, I'm sitting here going like, hey, you know what? I was brought in here to occupy space and play off of Tatum and Brown and White and Porzingis. And I have barely played with those guys. Like I've barely played with those guys. I don't have the space that those guys create. I don't have the openings that those guys create. I have to sit here and and play most of my time with, I'm not slighting Peyton Pritchard. He's been awesome this preseason, but Peyton Pritchard and Sam Hauser and these other guys where just opposing defenses aren't going to react to them the same way. So is getting all of this run versus not getting run with the way you're, the, the situations that you were brought in to be part of, is this actually a fair an opportunity to fairly assess these guys.
1: No, I don't think so. I also don't think it's fair to assess some of the guys who are getting tons of looks, right? Like Peyton Pritchard is not going to, this is not, this is not the role that Peyton Pritchard is going to play during the regular cool. season.
0: Like, I'll give you a hot take on Peyton Pritchard, but let's go ahead. Go ahead. I-, I hope it's that this is the role that he's going to continue to play. No, I mean, I think no, like, it's
1: not. Okay. <laughs> like Peyton Pritchard is not going to be like, you know, getting, uh you know, uh, what, what did he get last night uh, when we're recording this? He shot 15 shots in 23 minutes. Like that's mm-hmm. not, like, that's not going to happen during the regular season. Like Sam Hauser is not, I mean, Hey, he might get nine cracks at a three-pointer this season a couple times, honestly, just given, you know, that he'll have a big role. Yeah, yeah. that, that might actually happen. But, you know, like, big role for him, big role for for Pritchard, big role for some of these guys. Like, um, I think kind of across the board, this, you know, preseason, like you said, it is the time of the role player. It's not – we don't need to see what Jalen Brown and 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 Jason Tatum look like with these guys. We know what they look like. They're, you know, they're the superstars. I mean, yes, it would be nice to see them with, like, Holiday and Porzingis, but I mean, you know, like those guys are clearly going to get rest. Fima Kailu is not going to, you know, get the, the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of ball handling, um, you know, big minutes that he's been getting. Um, so no, I mean, I don't think you can take a ton, um, you know, fr- from what we've seen so far in that regard. I do think, like, okay, um, you know, the the team is getting a much closer look at them in training camp, and they're getting actual looks at, you know, different um, combinations and stuff like that, you know, during practices and, and that kind of thing. But for us kind of assessing things from the outside, no, nah, I mean, like, no, and, and it's not like, you know, it's not like O'Shea Brissett is going to not make the team because he shot over five yesterday. You know, it's like trying to assess based on these little glimpses is very difficult. I feel mm-hmm. like, especially because to your point, none of these guys are playing the role that they're going to play when the regular season actually rolls around.
0: Yeah, and that that's the hardest part here. And and I've mentioned this before, too. That we don't get to see practices. Mm-hmm. The coaches do. Um, we don't get to see these workouts. Um, we don't get to see them in film rooms. We don't get to see the conversations that are being had. So we are – it really is tip of the iceberg type of stuff. We don't know how deep the iceberg really goes, and they do. So it's hard to say, I make this assessment – this is gonna be the rotation. We can feel pretty good about just by how many times they've used these guys, how long they've used these guys. Peyton Pritchard is gonna get plenty of opportunity. Sam Hauser is gonna get plenty of opportunity. Luke Cornette is gonna get plenty of opportunity. These guys have all been in there early and often and in all of these games. So those types of feeling, like I feel like that's I'm comfortable there. Then you you look at Brissett. Uh, Stevens, Banton, you get into the Bigs, Keta, and uh, Gabriel. Those guys, Shvymakaylik, that like those guys um, are making their their cases. But again, Makaylik, when he gets the opportunity to put up a bunch of shots, he's hitting them. Is he going to get that same opportunity being on the floor with Jalen, Drew, and Al Horford? Is that is that what is that how he's going to get? The same looks. I don't know. Maybe, but it's it's a question. Or maybe maybe, they'll be easier looks. Like you know, maybe they will. It's and and that's the thing. Like what combination? We haven't been able to see combinations. Like one thing I want to see is who is he putting on the floor with Jason Tatum? Who is he putting on the floor with Jalen Brown? Are, Are are they running more Derek White with Jason Tatum? And that would be the end of first quarter type of. Uh, group. Are they are they putting Drew Holiday in with uh Jalen Brown? Well, maybe if Holiday starts off the bench, maybe he's the first sub in for Tatum and, and Brown plays in the entire first quarter like he normally has. And that's the group. We haven't gotten a sense of any of that stuff because those guys haven't played. And I don't know. I, I, I do have... So I'll give you my my hot take on, on Pritchard. God, people are going to hate me. Um, and, and an interesting, I think kind of substitution pattern from this last game would make me wonder why, uh, Joe Missoula. Why did he do that? We're going to talk about that. Uh, next first today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel who want to give you free money. That's right. Free money at FanDuel, new customers, you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you have to do is sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. You place a $5 bet. You get your $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's uh win or lose win or lose. You want to bet on football? Plenty of bets on football. People love betting on football, basketball, Regular season is coming back. People are betting on preseason. Hey, hey, whatever. If you want to do it, do it. It's all right there at FanDuel. So the app is super easy to use. You can bet the spreads, player pop, props, over unders, futures. You know, think about the over unders on on win totals. Who's who's going to surprise? Who's not going to surprise? Bet the over unders there. Play the long game. You can do that, and you'll still get your two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Go to fanduel.com slash lockdown. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right there on the bottom of the screen. Fanduel.com slash lockdown. Kick off the NFL season, tip off the NBA season. Fanduel is an official partner of the NFL. Just ask you if you're going to do it, please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Head on over to Lockdown NBA. Check us out over there, Monday through Friday, there as well. Covering the league. I got the Wednesday show with Jake Madison of Lockdown Pelicans. It's a fun show. I like doing it, and I think you're going to like the way we cover the NBA. So subscribe wherever you found this podcast. All right, Tom, uh, you want to do the lineup one first or the Peyton Pritchard one first? Uh, you
1: teased the Pritchard one so <laughs> much before the break. I think we got to right. make the people make the people hate you. the
0: hot The hot take is that as awesome as Pritchard has been, he's only been awesome when it's been him. And all the rest of the bench. It's not going to be the situation that he's in. Mm. He's not going to get the opportunities that he's getting in these lineups. And I it's not to say that I expect him to be anything besides uh, a good player off the bench. But what I am saying is, yeah, Pritchard with guys that are question marks to even make the team against other teams and they're and I'll even say other teams benches and, and some regular players that, that's fine. Like he it's not against the competition. So I'm not gonna sit here and say he's playing against Scrubs and he's doing it's not that he's playing against Scrubs, it's that he's playing apologies with Scrubs, and he gets to be the primary guy and in all the usage and gets all the ball handling. And all I'm saying is don't expect this maniacal. Michael Jordan in a six, one frame to, to be out there and doing this during the regular season. That's my scorching hot. It's Friday the 13th. Let's hate me for this take.
1: I, if people hate you for that take, then they are going way over the top. Like Pritchard is honestly, I think the, the thing that I worry about a little bit with him is that, you know, he's he's getting all these reps, he's getting all these on ball reps and don't get me wrong. Like, I think he will you know, have some chances to, you know, bring the ball up the floor, all that kind of stuff. But when he's doing these like prime James Harden, step back threes, <laughs> when he's like, you know, between the legs, between the legs, you know, step back, whatever, like that's just not going to happen during the regular season. Like I, what I would really feel better about if I'm watching Peyton Pritchard and thinking like, Oh, how does this project spot ups? Just spot up threes. Yeah, that's that's the kind of shot that he's actually going to get, because I just don't think he's going to be on the ball like this. The way he you know, the way that
0: he's been in the preseason, not not this level of usage. No.
1: And, and I understand that this is partly a product of the fact that the Celtics had the world's dumbest preseason schedule, like just the worst preseason schedule I've ever seen in my entire life. And I understand that that's a big part of this, right? And 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 he's got to play a lot of reps, and the Celtics are kind of giving him these opportunities as a result of that. But like, yeah, no, to your point, this is not not only is you know, it's not a reflection of who he is as a basketball player or anything. It's just a reflection of the role that he's got. He's not going to be getting these minutes. Like, he's just not that. And and yeah, I hope he I hope he knocks down some spot up threes. I hope he gets some opportunities that way. But yeah, this isn't it.
0: This is no okay you, you want to guess what his usage rate was uh against the uh, Sixers this 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 past game
1: Uh I, I is it is it above 30?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. I'll go uh 32. Just, just above 30. It's 30.7. 30. Okay. Um uh, okay. for for comparison's sake last yeah. year, Jason Tatum's usage rate was thirty two point seven and Jalen Browns was thirty one point four. So the uh Peyton Pritchard thirty point seven percent usage rate is uh unsustainable in the regular season. Um again, and it's it's not to say that he won't be good. I think he's gonna be good. like he should be. People are talking about, oh man, he's gonna make sixth man of the year. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna say he won't. Um, I'm not gonna say he will either. Based I, on, I will because he's not gonna be the Celtics' sixth man. Like, right. I doing? mean, yeah, that's they already have a top six. Uh, one of those <laughs> okay. guys can come off the bench, but like, eighth man also, of the year, maybe. <laughs> also, yes, he's he's also not gonna get these kinds of touches. I'm just telling people. Who are going nuts about Peyton Pritchard and having these big delusions of grandeur, just slow your roll a little bit. That's the one reaction that I have with Pritchard. Yeah, and
1: I do, I think most people understand that. I mean, look, I, I think I'm I'm sure Pritchard understands that. You know, I think I'm sure it's I'm sure this is fun for him to just kind of ball out, but it's not, yeah. you know, he 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 knows the deal. Like this is I, I think if you want to be encouraged by Pritchard, and and I think there's every reason to be, um, you know look at the extension he just signed and look at how affordable he's going to be. And look at the fact that, yeah. you know, the Celtics are going to need affordable production over the next few years very badly, um, you know, or, you know, they'd be able to, if he's, if he's good this year, then maybe, you know, they can, they, maybe they can move him for, you know, something because valuable, like uh, a, an affordable contract and valuable production paired together yeah. is going to be a very valuable trade chip. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be encouraged, but, and I think, most reasonable people probably don't think, okay, Peyton Pritchard is going to go out there and score, you know, 17 points a game. And, um, if, and if, if you're a reasonable person like that, then good. And if you think he is going to, then yeah, then, then
0: those are the people who are going to
1: actually be angry
0: with you. It's, it's, it's been, it's been a great week. Um, I'm going to, people are just going to be like, you know, giving me the Debbie downer in the comments. I'm just like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I can't, I can't lie to people. Uh, And and this brings me to the lineup thing, where the Celtics started the game uh, against Philly with obviously Jalen Jason weren't there, so Sam Hauser was out there with the rest of the top six: Perzingis, Horford, uh, Holiday, and Derek White. And then first sub off the bench, Delano Banton, which is interesting to me. And then they they ran those four. On the floor together. So it wasn't like we got a Drew and Al and three shooters type of situation. It was those four on the floor. They all came out at the same time. They all came in in the second quarter at the same time. They finished the game. They didn't play in the second half. They all played 17 minutes and four seconds all together. And Delano Banton was on there, the first sub. Then in the second quarter when they came in, they came in with Pritchard on the floor, and then Pritchard came off and Banton came back in. So preseason, you're experimenting with groups. Interesting to me that Banton was chosen to be part of that group. And, and, you know, Pritchard didn't go off until the second half where he had free reign. Uh, and he didn't get a much, oppor- much of the opportunity there in the first half. So I was just... I don't want to make too much of it but Banton uh after that Knicks game and yeah he got pulled uh in that third quarter and and uh, Joe Mazzulla wanted to like rip him a new one cuz he didn't dive for a loose ball or didn't get either, you know okay fine he came back in later he played okay I I think there there might be something there turning to Banton against a team with some length on the floor you know th- they weren't going against a small team They they're, that uh, Sixers team had some length and I think they, they felt the need, like we need a taller guy to defend here. Yeah. I mean, I think,
1: I think that makes sense. I mean, and I'm, I'm sure too a little bit, you know, like they kind of, they, they, I'm sure they, they kind of had a sense of, okay, these guys aren't coming back in, you know, in the second half. So if we want to see anybody with these guys, like we better throw it out there in the first half as well. Yeah. Right. Like, like, yeah, Banton played really well against the Knicks. I wonder what he would look like with some of the with some of the regulars. Like, let's you know, let's let's give him a shot. And um, yeah, like I I would suspect that probably had a little bit to do with it too. But no, I mean, look like he's I mean he's super intriguing, right? Like, there's there's definitely something there. There's definitely something with all the size and everything. Um, you know, I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. But yeah, I I think that's. I, I, I'm I'm hopeful that on Tuesday we'll get a, a closer look at, at at some of these like lineups with more of the actual guys and like like to your point earlier in the pod you know Brissett Stevens uh you know maybe another look with Banton like yeah there there's a lot of talent on this roster and pairing that talent with the actual talent on the roster with like the high level talent on the roster. Interesting stuff, and we haven't really gotten to see it because again the NBA schedule makers saw fit to give the Celtics three preseason games in four nights. So um, yeah, I, I think uh yeah, that that that'll be something that I'm really hoping to see on Tuesday. I think that would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, Tuesday is an important it's it really is an important game for it at least really for us. Is. Like this is this is our last chance. They're not gonna play in the last preseason game, I don't no. think. Um, so but who knows? Maybe, maybe they play a little bit. There is a day off in between, but it's a home game uh, against New York. Uh, New York will probably play their regulars. It's, it's going to be a good competition. They're a decent team. So this is going to be, I think you can play all of these guys 30 plus minutes. 30 minutes. Uh, I think 30 minutes is a fair target. They played 25 in the first preseason game. You play the 30 and then you see uh, what ramp up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, And I'm kind of torn. Like, do you just – you go with what you think your starting lineup is going to be? Like, is that third preseason – or that fourth preseason game going to be like, hey, let's just get our starters out there. I want to see what our actual starters are going to look like together. Or do you get weird with it and say, we haven't had a chance to get some other combinations, so let's start O'Shea Brissett out there with – and then you sub in – a second dose of combinations that you just want to get a look at those guys. I don't think that's how it's going to go. I think they're just going to start their regular starters. But it's they. The only reason I'm being like this is they haven't had an opportunity to get a look. Uh, let's talk about the regulars and what we've seen from the regulars in just a second. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. A reminder: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts if you haven't subscribed by now hop on board Monday through Friday daily podcast, 30 minutes or so. Uh They are post game, every post game. So if there's a post game on a Friday or a Saturday, I'll, I will be there with a podcast, get the show on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed there as well. All right. Uh Tom, let's, let's get into some of the regulars and the, the regular that we, we want to talk about the most is Porzingis. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've said everything I need to say about Porzingis. I think it's it's obvious that this is probably the best situation that he's been in. And the level of talent around him is unlike anything else. Like, yeah, he played with Luca, but there was such a huge drop-off. Yeah, he played with Bradley Beal, but there was a huge drop-off after that. Like, who was third, third best in Washington? Was it Kuzma? Like, come on. Now you're playing with all of these guys. And your third or fourth best teammate might be Drew Holiday or Derek White. So, there's a lot of talent and smarts over here. Uh, just seeing limited, what have we seen, 30, 32, 33 minutes of Porzingis? Ish. I'm like, whatever I've said negative about him or the move or anything like that, it's like, erase it because I'm I'm very, very... <laughs> impressed with what I've seen so far.
1: I mean when he just dotted that three um you know from like above the above the break five six feet behind the three point yeah, line
0: footer officially at, a 28 footer
1: okay yeah so at at seven foot three um
0: yeah, yeah I mean and then at, later he hit a 27 footer yeah, right like
1: the yeah there's there's so much there and I think there's and there's there's room for growth too, right? Like I don't he doesn't look comfortable rolling quite yet. I don't think. I think that right. there's there's some some room there to, to grow. And I think um, yeah, just to have that extra person, that extra look to throw it in, you know. If you can throw it into the post, if you can um, you know, like do some of this stuff, like you know, the little bit that we you've seen him even do like off the bounce, like that in that uh in that first game, like man, um the the offense is gonna get a a huge boost. And I think it's interesting to wonder a little bit, right? Like if, if the drew holiday trade hadn't happened, I wonder how much we would still, I feel like there would still be an element of like, yeah, I mean, the offense looks great and we knew the offense was going to look great, but I'm, you know, the perimeter defense, like it's still a little bit of a question mark, but since the holiday trade, it's just like, yeah, 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 man, this, this went well for Brad Stevens, like pretty good move, Brad. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can certainly see, I I mean, you know, and we have, I don't think we've seen full strength drew holiday yet, but I think at this point you can really look at everything the Celtics sent out the door this summer and everything that came in and be like, the vision is there. We'll we'll see how it all comes together. We'll see how it all works out. We'll see how, how health, you know, manifests itself throughout the year, all that kind of thing. But from where we stand right now, it's the, the vision
0: is very, very clear. It's very clear. And it, it's the, the, the depth. I, I say depth it obviously is still the biggest issue, but the um it's it it might not be as bad. Like everybody around the the team has been saying, yeah, you keep saying depth, John, but just wait, just wait because the 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 guys who are here are pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I see <laughs> I see holiday. I see holiday defend. I see holiday take that step back three. I see him get into the into the middle of the lane and score against bigs. And you're like, oh, "Yep, I get it. I get it." I see Porzingis setting screen after screen after screen after screen all over the floor, all different kinds of screens. And you're like, "Yeah, I mean he he has this ability to to he he does have the ability to roll. He is a lob threat, and he's you know obviously the the threat to pop and and hit these shots. It's kind of kind of like." okay, it it doesn't take long for you to be like, yep, okay, Brad Stevens, there's a reason why he gets paid a lot of money to run an NBA team, and I am just talking in my basement. (laughs) That's (laughs) basically where the difference lies. Um, I got to say, Al Horford looks good. He looks He looks looks (laughs) youthful. And – there are still obvious concerns that, you know, 37, how long is this going to last? You know, everybody looks good in the preseason. You've had all this time to rest. How are you going to look in January? How are you going to look in March? But, and I, I still think that you don't play him more than 25 minutes a game, but I mean, what did they play him last year? Um, he, let's see. Uh, average do, 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 do 30.5. Yeah. So you play him a few minutes less and you probably can play him a few minutes less with Porzingis there. Even if you do start double big, you can just go Porzingis as your only big and you just minimize Horford's minutes. If you want to start Horford, I came in thinking, start Horford on the bench and you know, you, I also want shooting on the floor at all times and and keeping him on the bench. Uh, I think you can do that. But also if they decide to start him, I'm not going to be like raising any red flags. I'm not going to be sitting here going like, Oh, I don't know about this. He looks good. He looks ready to start an NBA game uh, for a contending team, even at his age. I think he he's playing at a little bit of a lighter weight. I Mm. think he understands that. He's not, he doesn't have to bang as much. So I think he's a little bit lighter because he can play out on the perimeter. Um, I saw him walking around with his shirt off. He is like at 6% body fat. He looks really, really good. Um, he takes great, great care of himself. Always I'm, has. I'm yeah, and that's part of it. Yeah, he's he's been so professional about his like. He understands your body is how you make your money. And he has taken care of himself throughout the course of his career. He's had knee problems before, but he looks he looks a little bit lighter and he looks good. And I think he is understands that hey, I'm a perimeter player now for the most part. And like, okay, so you have to go and bang against Joel Embiid a little bit. Okay. But every once in a while, that's okay. Yeah. So uh yeah, I just I have to. I just have to mention that Al Horford looks good. And if Missoula decides to start double big and then change how he, you know, subs and, and, and holiday or white comes in off the bench, they're all going to play the same amount of minutes. And so you have options on how to close the the, the game. I, I feel good. I feel really good about this top six. However, it's going to be used. It's bonkers to imagine drew holiday coming off the bench. I know.
1: Like, I mean, Malcolm Brogdon was a stretch last year, but you kind of were like, okay, like Brogdon's a good player, but like sixth man Malcolm Brogdon, what a luxury. But like I can kind of see that. Drew Holiday coming off the bench is like I, yeah. that that that's wild to me. But I mean, you know, maybe I,
0: I like maybe. what they were talking about. I like what they were talking about in the in the game last night or Wednesday night, um where they were saying like if you start double big, it's, it's when your team is the biggest, right? Um, The other team is the biggest at the start of the game. And so you start double big, you play Horford five, six minutes. You protect the rim like crazy. You start the game. If you can start the game on a 12, five run, if you can get out there and build yourself a double digit lead early, halfway through the first quarter, you set this tone and now Horford can come out and now you have to deal with holiday or white coming in. And you know, you, you have these, you just have this different look that you can throw at a team that's already sort of reeling. Right. And maybe they go, Oh crap, we got to take this guy out and you counter with it. It does open up possibilities. And because you can sub Horford out early and just let them sit the rest of the second quarter, get them in, you know, you let the second quarter start, and you get them in. At, you know, at the table at the ten-minute mark, and you whatever you you let them kind of close out with a, a seven-eight-minute stretch there. I think it's fine. You, you get them on the bike. You let them warm up. You let them kind of get get ready. Uh, I, I think it works. I think it works. Yeah. So, however, they want to do it. And if the, you break both it, options work. And if you break it down like that, I mean,
1: you're looking at like twenty-four-minute games for him. Like that's that's pretty good, man. Like
0: that's pretty good. Yeah. Very. And you could even do like a start the second quarter, sit them at the first TV timeout, yeah. get them back in in the next TV timeout to close the quarter, yep. and have them do three three kind of short stints. You know, like yeah. If you want to do
1: that, I mean, that's that's a lot of kind of stopping and starting. Um, sure. I think if I I might I might just do like a big chunk in the middle of the second quarter, and then yeah. get them out and and give him, then give them like. You know, if you give them the last two minutes on the bench plus halftime, and then have them come back in, and the, you know, like that's either yeah, way. So I mean, six, there's a
0: million ways to do it, but yeah, yeah. I anyway, I don't know. I think I think preseason good roster, man, <laughs> good roster. I think the good guys are good. Yes, that's the assessment so far. Uh, I got to wrap up the show, but like Derek White. Oh my God, man,
1: man he, he looks, looks good. Damn. Honestly, that was I was gonna. I, I know, I know you're trying to wrap up. I was. The thing is, like, I, I I, see it with bringing Drew off the bench because I think you kind of – like, Derek White is a little bit of a rhythm player. I feel like – like, I yeah. thought, I felt like last year it helped him when he was able to start, and I just feel like you got to capitalize on that. Like, he's so good in, in, in his own little understated ways, and he starts, like, you know, starts kind of doing that thing with his – with his, I don't know. He's got a very specific facial expression when he's playing well and feeling good, and you can just like because he doesn't like celebrate, but he just kind of gets this little like, I don't know, like like this very yeah. specific facial expression, and uh, he's he's got it a lot in the
0: preseason here. He looks yeah. great. He looks great. He looks great. Um, I I don't know how Tatum and Brown look. <laughs> I don't know how they look. I, was, I keep forgetting about those guys. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Tatum and Brown are still on this team?
1: Tatum's still on the Celtics. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, more more glimpses of
0: Bigfoot on Twitter uh, in the last <laughs> yeah. 24 hours than we've gotten them, uh... in, him in a uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's nice to see Andre Drummond out there doing something. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> <ba-dum>. <laughs> Ow. thanks, right, Tom, man. appreciate you, and I want to say thanks to all of you who watch. Who listen? Pop on the show, get into the shower, go walk the dogs, drive to work, whatever it is. Uh, I hope you're you're talking back to me on the on your car rides. I hope you're doing all that stuff and enjoying this podcast. And hopefully, it makes you enjoy the Celtics just a little bit more. So, if you're not subscribed, I'd love it if you subscribe right now. Hit that subscribe button. If you are subscribed, if you're one of my everydayers here with me Monday through Friday, I'd love it if you shared the podcast. I'd love it if you spread the word, get on your socials, let everybody know that they should be listening to and watching the locked on Celtics podcasts right here on the lockdown podcast network. It's your team every day.